this is the spiritual hour I will be uh, teaching from Acts chapter 2 I'm going to read verses 1 through 4 and um, I want to share the topic with you I'm on a, the title of this lesson is how to get acquainted with the Holy Spirit how to get acquainted with the Holy Spirit now, before I get into this this lesson, I want us to understand that this is a lesson just trying to, to, to share with you some things on how we get acquainted with the Holy Spirit. Oftentimes when new converts come into the church and even some who've been in church a while, no one really breaks it down to you. So this lesson is a breakdown of how to really get acquainted with the Holy Spirit. But first, I'm going to read Acts into the introduction on the day that of uh that the holy spirit arrived and i'm coming from acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4 new king james version and it reads when the day of pentecost had fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rush as a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, something I want you to look at in this scripture before I go into what I have to say, this talk is notice this in verse three. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one sat upon each of them. Notice each one had this touch them differently. We have to understand that the Holy Spirit walks with each individual and each individual gets what God wants them to have. So I wanted to identify that because oftentimes no one really shares this part and really has time to teach it not that the pastor doesn't want to not that the teacher doesn't want to but i'm trying to get you to understand that that a lot of times we're busy in church we're doing things and sometimes no one has time to really break it down so i want you to understand i'm really breaking this down how we're going to get a how to get acquainted with the holy spirit and also i'm going to also share that the holy spirit he gives us victory in everything that we do if we just allow him to you see, once we have accepted the Holy Spirit as a divine person, meaning that we've confessed our sins to God, asked him for forgiveness and then asked him to allow Jesus to come into our lives. He gives us to the he gives us the anointing of the Holy Spirit as a gift. Once we've done this, we can begin to acquaint ourselves with him. We can learn to enjoy intimate communion with the Holy Spirit as we give ourselves to prayer and fellowship with him. Yes, you need to develop a prayer life and, and try to learn how to pray in the spirit and in the Holy Spirit. will you'll be able to feel him. You'll be able to sense him as you learn 
to to know when it's the spirit and you'll know when it's you because you're developing that fellowship in your devotion time in your in your in your time of prayer and also in other times when you're around other christians you can feel him he begins to move in your heart he begins to grow you and shape you and he gives you more understanding and knowledge wisdom and knowledge as you learn and you partake of the word you see as we cannot develop a relationship with him that enables us to walk in the spirit without cultivating a life of prayer and communion with the holy spirit that's how we commune is when we really praying and we're asking god to bless us and to show us the way you see although we we may sense the blessing of the holy spirit as we read the word and receive his direction and witnessing for christ we still may not truly walk in the spirit because we lack communion with him. So what, what I'm talking about here is, is that when you get saved, you have to continue to commune with the Holy Spirit individual. You still have to continue to grow. So even though you're learning the word, you have to stick with it. You have to make sure that you have a time for God set aside so that way the Holy Spirit can be built up in you and your relationship will become clear and you will know things better the things will become clear god will be able to call things through the holy spirit back to remembrance and you'll know how you begin to grow that's communion when you're really getting yourself acquainted with the holy spirit when you're really praying and you're really getting that word and you're asking the holy spirit to help you along the way because that's who he is jesus called him our comforter but he's our helper here he's a counselor and he's there he's the third person of the of the trinity and he's waiting for for us to to build a relationship with him because he's god is is one and all he's god the father god the son god the holy spirit so we have to know that that's sound doctrine and that's what we need to stick with you see he can the, the holy spirit can even anoint us as to preach the word and give us understanding and discernment of spiritual things and our spiritual gifts as well he shows us that you see without our walking in fellowship with him he is he and that's what he's intended to do and you see he wants to show us and when we walk with him that's his intention is for us to walk with him for us to grow with him but we have to apply ourselves in our devotion time we have to apply ourselves and ask god for to show us through the holy spirit what he's saying and then be able to discern when it's our spirit and when it's another spirit and when it's the holy spirit you see as we learn the the meaning of the life in the spirit we discover the depth of the relationship with the holy spirit that is available in all of us see it's not just something that we that we get and we stop when god when god gives us the anointing of the holy spirit my brothers and sisters it's up to us to be able to develop that relationship it's up to us to, to develop a, a good prayer life it's up to us to develop a good devotional life it's up to us to to keep going you see on in, in acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4 which i just read they received the Holy Spirit on that day. That's the same Holy Spirit that's still here today. That same Holy Spirit is still governing. The third person is still here. And you have to understand that when you become saved, we still have to practice working on our relationship with the Holy Spirit and asking God to show us the way. Give us more wisdom and knowledge and understanding through the Holy Spirit. And also when the Holy Spirit is correcting us, my brothers and sisters, we must understand. We must submit to that. I know we don't like, like it when we do something and have to go back necessarily against someone that we don't necessarily like personally but if god and through the holy spirit is saying forgive them then you have to go back and look at them and, and ask for forgiveness and maybe deal with them at a long handle spoon but at the same time we have to understand we're forgiven because we want god to be blessed but we want to be blessed too and we want to do things decent in order and some people honestly you just may have to love them from a distance because you know that they may take you to that old fleshly way and you want to stay away from that 
But here we want to talk about shortly as I get ready to end this is about how the Holy Spirit shows us the way to victory. And that's why it's important to build a relationship with with the Holy Spirit. See, the more we build our relationship with the Holy Spirit, the more he the more he can govern us, he can guide us, he can lead us, he can teach us. And it keeps us from doing that and we do that through one word fellowship we have to fellowship just like we seek out our friends and our families to get together we have to seek our time to spend with the holy spirit and asking god to show us the way you see fellowship with the holy spirit makes it possible for us to live our daily lives in a way that pleases god and i don't know about you but oftentimes when I get up in the morning and the first thing I do is I shift out from my bed and I go right to my knees. I began my day out on my knees and I'm thanking God for another day. But I'm praying in the day. I'm praying in for my family, my friends, my church family and so on and so on. And I want to begin my day pleasing to God. I want to begin my day on my knees. I want to begin my day letting God know I honor him. I love him and thanking him for watching over me all night. And I, I got a clear conscience to wake up and, and, and feel life again in his presence and all also, I can see, I can talk, and I just roll right on down, and then I stand up, and then I, I move on about my day and give him honor, glory, and praise, and I also add scripture in there. I get up, and I, and I start our Father after that, and we move, and I move on with my day after I pray. And you see, if it's, if it's if in the morning, if we sense his, his freshness in our hearts, we can gain the strength that we need to go through the challenges of, of the day. And that's why that's what I've developed to get through my day is that's how I start my day, because I know that knowing in every situation we will be completely victorious. And see, when you start out on your knees, I know for me, that's what helps me. But whatever you decide to do, whatever have you want to start your day, just know if you started out pleasing God, you got victory for the whole day. I don't care what anyone comes at you because because we have to understand because that some people go through different things based on the fact that they started their day wrong. But when you start your day trying to please God and focusing on God, God will help you get through it. That's not to say that nothing bad is going to happen. That's not to say that everything's going to be perfect, but God is going to help you get through all your situations. And that's where you get the victory, knowing God is going to carry you through any situation that goes on through that day. You see, perhaps many have discovered, as I have, that we are not smart enough to solve the, the countless problems that we continuously face. We got we're not going to be able to do it. So as we develop our personal communion with the Holy Spirit, we can pray. That's what that's what the enemy don't want us to do is continue to communicate with God through the Holy Spirit. And, and that's the key. When we pray in the spirit, we 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 please. We're pleased because we're, we're led by him and he's going to teach us and he's going to help us get through our problems as he always have. You see, when we do that, God is going to utilize the Holy Spirit to show us the way to order our steps, to help us see what what he would have us to do through our prayers and through praying through the Holy Spirit. Because what sometimes the Bible even shares with us that sometimes when we pray, we leave our things so he intercedes. And, and sometimes when we say too much, he said, Lord, it meant to say this. So he's interceding to us, to God, to let God know what it is that we're really praying about, what's in our hearts and what's in our minds, because our body is considered a temple and he resides in us. And so we must appreciate that. We must love God and thank him for that. Let me give let me give you uh, uh, an example here. When we are going through a situation and we don't understand how we're going to come out of it. Have you ever just really thought about, OK, Lord. Uh, when I went down, thought back rather, when I went down on my knees and I prayed to you, God, and through the Holy Spirit, I noticed, God, that I had a calm. 
I noticed, God, that I felt everything was going to be all right. And then when everything did work out all right, you can look at the person or you can look at the situation and they ask you, well, how did you know? You just say, I know what I know what I know because I know who I know. And that man name is Jesus. And that's only by the Holy Spirit that that happens. And that's the beauty of it. That's why we have victory as believers. That's why we can trust in God. And then because what it does is it gives us assurance that we can await the answer of the Holy Spirit who is faithful to answer and to show us the way to victory. And that's victory in any situations, my brothers and sisters, in spite of the situation that we're going through right now with the pandemic and the, and the, and the voting and the things that are about to come at us. We have victory in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you got to go vote. Yes, you have to face these challenges and things like that. But start your day out on your knees, praying and asking God and the Holy Spirit to give you victory. Because when we start out pleasing God, we can get through these things because I don't know about you, but God is my president. I don't know about you, but God is my king. And God sent me a savior named Jesus Christ who died for all my sins. So I'm going to put all my trust in my savior. But I thank God every day for the anointing of the Holy Spirit that guides me and has gifted me in my spiritual walk to share, to preach, to teach, and also to witness to others in relation to the Bible because that's my gift. I also have the gift of help and administration. So you need to allow the Holy Spirit to show you your gift. You need to be encouraged today to let, to let the world know that you love God and that you want them to succeed as well because we have victory through Jesus and when we allow the Holy Spirit to 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 develop us and assist us by us communing with him and fellowshipping with him and growing our devotional time and our prayer time and encouraging our kids and our friends to do the same my brothers and sisters we're going to be that much more powerful as a, as people of faith we're going to be able to get through those situations because we're acquainting ourselves with with a peace of god that the peace of god that he gives us each individually that's why i referred back to that verse because it says again as i read again it says then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one set upon each of them you see when when god gives each person what he wants to give them it's for you and god has something for you so now i want you to ask your question you ask yourself a question am i growing in the holy spirit am i communing with the holy spirit like i should am i allowing the holy spirit to 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 take charge and take over my life and govern my thoughts and my mind and my heart that's a question only you can answer so you have to assess that and if you don't know or if you're struggling with that or you whatever cry out to god and say lord listen i'm struggling with this so help me to understand give me that gift of discernment help me to believe that that you're with me and that through the holy spirit that i can grow because even though you're walking in your gift and everything like that it doesn't mean that you're communing with the holy spirit you're not really becoming acquainted with him just so that way god can unleash the power through the holy spirit for you to be able to witness to others and share your gift or whatever it might be whether it's giving or helping or service or whatever it is but whatever it is you want to be pleasing to god in all your efforts i pray that this spiritual hour has been a blessing for you and i just want you to know to continue to grow and commune with with god through the holy spirit because we are jesus already done done it all for us he's died for our sins for those who do believe and continue to trust that don't let any doctrine pull you away from this holy word trust in this word and and through the holy spirit it will illuminate your hearts and your mind and it will start to speak to you as you meditate on it don't get caught up in these other doctrines be careful these clicks and things of that nature that pull pull you away from thinking positive versus negative 
negative. Philippians 4 and 8 is the things we need to think on, things that are true, things that are pure through the Holy Spirit. He'll keep us, he'll guide us, and he'll bless us. All we have to do is stick with it. That's where our power lies through our relationship with the Holy Spirit. And he will govern us and he'll keep us. And I even pray and ask God to help me even pick my friends. I don't want just any friends. I want the friends that God would have me to have in order to be effective for him and me to help them and they help me. Iron sharpens iron. And we want to be in a church family where we're being being utilized for God's glory through the Holy Spirit, not just individually, but also as a complete body. So God gets to honor the glory and the praise. So understand that we want to grow in the Holy Spirit. And now I'm going to talk briefly to those who aren't saved. I've shared a lot about the Holy Spirit, but what I'm trying to tell you is you're not going to understand a relationship that's, tr that's truly supernatural until you start talking to people who can witness to you, witness to you and share with you the word of God and share with you who they used to be, meaning that we're all sinners saved by grace. But when you when you listen to someone that can testify to you and share with you that they were a sinner at one time and we all still stand and fall short. But when you become saved, we can repent and ask God for forgiveness. That doesn't give you a ticket to go out and run and do whatever you want to do once you get saved. But it, what it does do is it say you're a child of God and you understand that you must repent of sins that you know that you did and sins that you didn't know you did that you did daily. And we must continue to seek God out in reference to that. But Romans 10 and 9 says simply confess to the mouth Lord Jesus and believe in that heart and thine heart that God raised him from the dead and thou shalt be saved. That's all it takes for those who aren't saved is for you to submit to God and believe that and trust that. And then God will give you this gift of the Holy Spirit. And then it's up to you to build that relationship and continue to commune. Even when you go find a church and family, a church family, and you give your hands to the pastor and you and you submit to baptism and the ordinances of the church, Lord's Supper. And things of that nature you're not you're still going to be an imperfect person but you're going to be a perfect in god because you have his spirit because you're married up to him this body is has already sinned. all the sins of this body will that's why it has to go back to the ground but your soul and your new spirit goes to going to go going to go to a new body because you married into god's family by the adoption by the whole by the giftedness of the holy spirit so i pray this has been an encouragement to someone today i pray that this has been a blessing to someone to break this down but continue to commune in fellowship with the holy spirit continue to commune fellowship with your brothers and sisters in christ if you're saved today and i pray god's blessing upon you and those who want to say i pray today that you get saved i pray today that if i haven't said something that someone says said something today to encourage you to, to get to know jesus christ by and get and receive the gift of the holy spirit may god bless you and may god keep you thank you